Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived back to your ears. We're here. Hello. We're here. We are here. We are back. Spring break! Woo! Ow. Man, you should Guys, I should have warned your ear hole. Fucking warned me for that one. Damn. <laughs> the better reacting when I don't vote. It, so. it didn't like that. The recorder didn't like that. It's like, <laughs> fuck you. It's like on a lie detector when it goes all like haywire. That's what it was like. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty, pretty fucking much. Yeah. Yeah, guys, we back. We back with a spring break movie for the summer. I know, right? It's like I said, man, I wanted to do this one like way back in the way back around spring break time, but like shit kept getting fucked up and life and all that shit so i was like ah damn it it's like well i guess it's still fucking hot it's kind of based exactly. in- there's bikini clad co-eds there you go even in the summer so it okay. works i think people do summer vacay as well sure. so i was like ah yeah. fuck it. i still want to do it so fuck it we're gonna do it because i'm not waiting until next year <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> exactly exactly but Mm-hmm. And it was very funny, you guys. You kind of probably heard it at our ending little ramblings of the last episode, but it was interesting because the director, Harmony, Cor- is it Corinne? Yeah. Harmony Corinne. He, uh, you know, I just like randomly come across his interviews on David Letterman. So it was very funny that you brought up and chose one of his movies, which I didn't realize at the time when I saw this movie for the first time that it was, you know, who he was or anything. But the timing is just funny. It's I know. A classic. Uh, I don't know. Deja vu. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. reading your motherfucking mind. (laughs) Exactly. You were projecting it out into the universe, and I picked it up because of that retrograde Mercury had, you know? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Mercury retrograde. That fucker. (laughs) Motherfuckers. Mm Mm-hmm. So, we got a Lance pick for you guys. Spring break. Spring break. Yeah. Woo! White girls like to go, woo! so true and this movie provides a ton of that <laughs> uh yeah you get like bikini clad naked chicks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my no kind dicks, of movie though. uh <laughs> that's a hard no that's a hard no hard no for hollywood i suppose right but not for spring break <laughs> well you know what they show real spring break but they but they do show men topless too just like that's they do right. so those nipples are already freelance, so <laughs> ah, freelance. That's funny. <laughs> I hate you sometimes. Anywho, <laughs> so um, so did this movie? It was made in 2012. Did it get released in 2013? I think, I think it might have been so. because it was it was released at the time as we should have recorded it, meaning during spring, springtime, spring break, spring break, mm-hmm. spring break. Yes. Spring break. Woo! In Florida. 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 They had many of encounter of Florida men. <gasps> you guys, I'm getting a scam likely call from Roseville, California. Should we answer it? What the hell is Roseville, California? Well, that's just a city here. <laughs> oh, okay. But my iPhone says scam likely. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you got T-Mobile. Mine does the same thing. But see, I set up like... Hello. With- but see, with mine, yeah. I've got a, um, what the fuck? I can actually hear that. I know. I put it up to the speaker. <laughs> oh, is it somebody wanting to sell you uh, a new car warranty? 
Honestly, it's probably uh, the one where something's wrong with our... um, uh, just got a message left on my phone. But something's wrong with your computer system. Or something. Oh, really? I haven't had that one. I've been getting the fucking car warranty one. Lately. I haven't gotten a car warranty one Fuck. yet. But these guys who did the IRS, they went and changed it to... Uh, it was a different one. Uh, there's jail time involved in this one, too. But it was like the same guys, I swear. Because they kept using the same like three first numbers you know, on their little phone number scrambler. Oh, okay. Anywho, you guys know what's up. All these scammers lately. Like, at least she sounded American, so hmm. I should have I should have gone along with it just to, you know, made in America type stuff. <laughs> Help out, keep it local, right? <laughs> just need, you just need to answer the phone and be like, it's all, it's all done, but there's mm-hmm. blood everywhere and just hang up. That's right. <laughs> Motherfuckers. The pizza's in the oven. The yep. chicken has been cooked. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, definitely. So speaking of crimes, <laughs> let's get back to our technically comedy crime drama is how they describe it. Although I would just call it a crime, crime drama. drama or thriller. You know, there's no really comedy in it other than James Franco's outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't... In general, riffraff style. When I saw that, I'm like, comedy? Really? I know. It's I not really. Yeah. I think somebody else was like listening or like they just read the synopsis and was like, oh, this sounds like a funny movie. Look at the look at the title. Look at the the cover art, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not funny. Yeah, I guess. No. Yeah, what was her name? Amber Benson, like kind of smiling and making a goofy face. But yeah. Yeah. You may have laughed nervously at some parts or like random funny things like James Franco saying gangsta. Yeah, gangs to get all but the it, money. I don't think it was meant to be funny at all. No, no, it's not. That, yeah, I can't really think there's really any parts of the movie that made me kind of even chuckle. Really? Yeah. I mean. So, as we said, director Harmony Corinne, writer Harmony Corinne. Although I wrote Harmony, man, my typing skills. I'm so reliant on autocorrect on my phone when I'm typing on a keyboard. <laughs> Right. I fuck up and I just printed it out that way. Yay. <laughs> and it stars some people that you might know. We got Vanessa Hudgens. We got Selena Gomez, two Disney princesses. Mm-hmm. We got Ashley Benson, James Franco, Rachel Corinne, who must be married to Harmony. Yep. Yay. How about that? And we got Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane. <laughs> yeah, right. I did not realize that was him. <laughs> I don't even really like know the who the I fuck he was. I I don't listen yeah, to rap. In, so. When I watched yeah. this movie, I wasn't. I was okay. like, oh, it's just some guy, right? Right. <clears throat> yeah. Just and now he's a little more relevant to me than he was back then to me. Sure. So yeah. So Lance, tell the kids what this one's all about. Tell them what it's about, Alfie. So four college girls hold up a restaurant in order to fund their spring break vacation while partying, drinking, and taking drugs. They are arrested only to be bailed out by a drug and arms dealer. You know what? That actually pretty much sums it up. That sums it up quite nicely. Yeah. In a nice little package. In a two-sentence fucking package at that. I think... I think that really, you know what, that really does. I mean, there's obviously a lot more to the movie than just that. But all in all, if you really want to cut the fucking meat and potatoes of it, that's pretty much exactly what it's about. Mm -hmm. Pretty fucking Mm -hmm. simple. Yeah, you get And I remember the reviews coming in when it came out, like, were not good. 
Yeah, I mean, this isn't this is the type of movie that's not for everybody. You're not you exactly. have to be you have to be kind of a fan of like real artsy cinematography, mm-hmm. just real artsy editing and real artsy. Yeah. Ed- I mean, it's just a, that kind of style. Harmony Different. Harmony Corinne, you got to understand with Harmony Corinne, you're getting something that's going to be kind of Weird. What you no know, weird's not what I really want to call it. I want to call it he's more uh very taboo with a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. that he kind of shows and the way he yeah. shows it and the, He does like to make a commentary on like very real much life so. and he, uh, culture, American youth culture, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and and that's the thing with him, you're going to get like a v- very visceral and very realistic mm-hmm situations he's going to have very realistic people in the movie that you know there's a scene in this movie where they're like at a um three-way no they're at the um oh oh, they're at a pool hall and the pool hall (laughs) oh yeah it was the pool hall is like legitimately in a neighborhood you would never want to be in with people that were legitimate fucking (laughs) gangsters yeah. I mean, this Who was is it. Uh, yeah. Hudgens, I think, is the one she was like feeling hella nervous when they had right. to shoot that scene because these people weren't being shy. No, they, you know. And I mean, I give, you know, give him props to wanting to go to kind of like, you know, the real places. Right. And that's, that this stuff happens. But also, like, hopefully they had enough security because, hey, yeah, that's great to get. But when you're in those kind of areas where real shit happens often, that they probably aren't going to be too excited that you're making a movie and filming around their hood you know so hopefully i mean obviously nothing happened but <laughs> you no, know and that's, you don't really want I mean, to go to chernobyl to make that that series you know what i mean <laughs> right and that's and you know if any if you're familiar with the movie kids and ken park and things like that with like um no i almost said larry david um oh, fuck. <laughs> god damn it what's his name now now i'm oh. like drawing a blank all of a sudden uh, Larry Clark um those type of movies from you know the early 90s and things like that I mean that's what you're getting Voyeurs? it's very voyeuristic yes very voyeuristic and that's and... very like how Harmony Korine like wants his movies to be kind of portrayed in that yeah. kind of that voyeuristic uh way but you know what? I appreciate it because he's not afraid to fucking tackle the subject. He's not afraid to, you know, bring it to you and be like, bam, here it is. You know, and it really kind of yeah. puts it in your fucking face and doesn't really hold back, which is good because, you know, society does have its like little, you know, dark places and things like that, that, you know, we just don't Definitely. talk about it parties and things like that. And mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. He does bring that real true, like I said, visceral like aspect yes. and and outlook and look on American culture, good or that's, bad. That's definitely a word, visceral, that I would use to describe this film. And right. I haven't seen his other works, but this one for sure. Um, but first off, I want to just kind of say the artwork in the the end credits and the leading in credits, it has that totally like spring break or vacation anyone from the 90s would know about like anytime you go on vacation you would get you know you'd see those people writing your name in that cool like um 
kind of brush uh, ink stuff and they make like, oh, the first letter's dolphins, the second one's palm trees, you know, and they used that in as their, mm. you know, big letterhead, right, for the capital letters in it, which I thought was totally great because that screamed spring break to me. Yeah. <laughs> for one, you know. Like he... But he definitely like, okay, he got it right, right? So spring break in Florida was like a huge thing for college kids, right? And like even teenagers that would try to get up there, like for you and I growing up, Lance, like oh, sure. MTV always showed the big beach parties and oh, the drunken co-eds like having a blast dancing and drinking and doing all sorts of like crazy contests, tits would be out, but you wouldn't see that on MTV, right? <laughs> you know, and all sorts of things. And I think this movie really like captured the reality of spring break mm-hmm. and American youth culture, but like with a little bit of hyper realism with it, you know, so sure. they exaggerated it a tad, you know, all those motel parties happen, but maybe they didn't like destroy the rooms as much or whatever. Right. So they really like showed this spring break adventure of a group of girlfriends who are like, they're so desperate to have a change in their lives. You know, they start off in college being all bored and the colors are really muted and dull and dark. And, you know, they are just so desperate that they want to change that they rob the, this restaurant to fund their trip, right? Mm-hmm. So as you guys know, in real life, starting a trip on such like dubious means is only going to make for a shit time because, you know, karma, right? right. <laughs> so, but we get like some great shots of all the partying and general fun, drunken shenanigans and titties. Don't forget the titties when oh they first God. arrived in Florida. <laughs> so many titties. So many titties. <laughs> and so it makes like spring break look really fun with all the booze and boobs, you know? But if this film teaches us anything, it's like, you know, hey, it all catches maybe up. Your actions with you. have, yeah, your actions have consequences or at the very least some equal reactions, you know, because you know what happens when you take drugs and drinks from strangers at house parties? You get hashtag me too. OK, right. <laughs> exactly. So also this movie, like you were saying, it's like super beautiful. And I have to point out that the. They definitely used, if not the exact filter, but one of the sister filters of the CSI Miami filter. (laughs) We all know the CSI Miami filter, which honestly, I think it makes Florida, Florida to me on film and TV. Like if I don't go to Florida and it doesn't look like that, they need to at the very least make some sunglasses that gives me that filter in it. (laughs) Or maybe I should just like buy those, um, you know, late night TV HD glasses. Maybe that would be (laughs) similar. I don't really know. But yeah, the uh, style of filming was pretty unique to me and in more so like maybe because I haven't seen other films be like this, but how you were saying it's very voyeuristic and whatnot, like it totally is. We get it's almost like you're watching someone's Instagram story while they're kind of telling you about their trip because we get so many just straight shots of what's happening without any dialogue. But they're, you know, they're kind of like saying some um not necessarily profound, but they're describing the situation, not what's going on, but more of like the feelings in their head and things, you know, right. while the scene is playing out. Right. So when I first saw this movie, I was very much like, holy shit, this is a game changer, <laughs> you know, like in the style of the filming to me. I mean, and also having the beautiful filters and stylistic filming makes a beautiful movie with an ugly underbelly, you know? Right. So, like, the filming's beautiful, but we're also watching the ugly side behind what Spring Break is, you know? Yeah. So, and that's, it ain't all just boobs and booze. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more to... I mean, yeah, cinematography's fantastic. The coloring it's is beautiful. fucking amazing. And some of those lighting shots, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Hitchcock much? <laughs> yeah, it's a very, it's a very, like... 
it's it's definitely one of those movies you really want to turn all the lights off, watch it completely in the mm-hmm. dark because, yeah, the the style yeah. lighting and just the way everything's done is is done for a reason, obviously, and it really provokes so much emotion in this film. But it also there's a lot more to it. I mean, when you're really watching this movie, you're just seeing yeah these four young girls going down to Florida, like you said, they want to kind of escape their like normal routine and get out and have some fun do some drugs and just have Mm -hmm. and and that's in the clever filming of all the like the dark gritty and that's where they're living is shitty you know and then when they change locations and we got the csi miami filter you know this but beautiful but i when i look at this movie and i see where what it's trying to say i see that there is it's like a movie that's trying to tell you more than than what people really truly realize. Because with this movie, the commentary mostly on this film is what can happen when you see or you have an opportunity to let your your true colors shine. Yeah. And all those inhibitions, you know. <clears throat> so there's a lot of things that are probably hiding deep down inside when you have something or someone or provoking that to the surface you can actually become a whole different person mm-hmm. and yeah. when you're looking at this film you're thinking like wow i mean with what's going on with you know you have your character which is james franco who's playing like alien his name is alien <laughs> in the film he's a he's a local rapper drug dealer guns dealer he's just kind of like an all-around just hustler and yeah, a young baller he's he sees the pretty girls and, you know, he he brings them into his his world. Mm-hmm. He's trying to nurture them into his world. And the problem is some That's things right. happen in the film and you, you know, people are getting shot and things like mm-hmm. that. It's a it's a very visceral experience. And it really makes you kind of think is like, OK, so. A lot of people are very can be very manipulative and be manipulated yeah, very easily. Definitely. And can we coax that out of a lot of people? And is that what we're trying to say with, with society? That, mm-hmm. you know, if we're presented, if the devil's presented in front of us and he's promising all these good, beautiful things and showing us lovely things. As he does. You know, can he truly bring out the dark side of exactly. people? Exactly. And, and, you know, because if you watch a lot of Harmony Korina, his stuff is very, you know, social commentary. Very much mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. And the things that he's written. Um, and that's where he's going with this. Because there's a lot. There's a lot of depth to this. And a lot of people don't yeah. like this film. I know. I read one review that some guy, he couldn't even finish it. They walked out on it. And I'm like, okay, that's because you're reading the synopsis and going into it thinking it's going to be some like romp, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Definitely not. You got, yeah, I mean, you, okay, you're, uh, A, you've got Vanessa Hudgens, who's very attractive. You got Selena mm-hmm. Gomez, very attractive. Ashley Benson and his wife, Rachel Corinne. They're all very yeah. attractive women. A lot and of they're dudes. They're like Disney girls, you know? A so lot of like, dudes are. Think, 
A lot of dudes are thinking, oh my God, we're going to walk into a movie. We're going to see fucking Selena Gomez's tits. And, and There's a ton of tits. So I can't imagine a man would be very upset. Like many no, tits throughout the movie. Th- you know, there's like, plenty not like the titties are over in the beginning. <laughs> plenty of nudity throughout this yeah. film. But I think a lot of people. And slow-mo. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of people just don't get this kind of film. Mm-hmm. This, Like I said, this movie yeah. is not for everybody. But when you really look at it, there's one of those movies you definitely have to watch more than once. If you watch mm-hmm. it twice, okay, you're going to pick up a, a lot of things and you're going to see, okay, things are starting to make more sense. You're really kind of, right. because you get kind of dazzled by the colors and all the prettiness. Yeah, the beauty of it. And then also like, wait, what did I just watch? Like you're going in expecting something, even if you say you have no expectations of a movie. You have some when you see the trailer and read the synopsis or any of that. So. Right. The, and the, the story itself is, isn't is very complicated. It's not an overly exactly. like, impressive There's like. like a- Holy. A lack of character development for sure. A, la- a kind of a weak plot, but it's not in a bad way. You know, everything no. happens so fast in this movie, but it kind of relates to how that would happen in real life. You know, like it definitely, you know, I'm sure a lot of girls have had similar experiences, right. like myself included. Being away, you know, being free from pressures and, and your parents, you want to go a little wild, you want to let loose, maybe you know, find a little romance, but oftentimes, you know, you find yourself in a situation that, okay, maybe not often, but sometimes you find yourself in a situation that kind of spirals to be a little more intense rather quickly. And you wonder like, oh shit, how the fuck now, where, how did we get here? How did I get myself in this position? You know, and you're kind of walking the fine line of scared and thrilled. Meanwhile, trying to figure a way out of said situation, you know? (laughs) So you're like, which the characters definitely go through this and they do a great job as, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, we have these girls who are a little shallow, maybe some of them and you get the vibe of spring break and it's, you know, well, not the vibe, it is spring break (laughs) and you get like the drug sex and not rock and roll, but just spring break. And it's not always pretty, even though we all think it is sometimes, you know, we get these girls dropping out one by one. Of course, first it's going to be the Christian girl who she's like, when you, you know, you mentioned the pool, the pool hall scene, which is a very prominent scene in this movie, how, you know, where gears change a little bit, you know, yeah, it really kind of and sets the tone for where exactly, we're going with like it. You find yourself relating like, I, you know, I was really relating to that situation, like not as in I ever got involved with some drug dealers, <laughs> but right. it was pr- like I was feeling like Selena Gomez, like this is not the place for us, like we need to go and like. Fortunately, I was able to corral people, (laughs) but it definitely that shit can happen quick. And when you're young, impressionable girls, even, you know, legal age, college age, like that's an uncomfortable situation to be in. Like you're having fun and then all of a sudden you're out of money. All of a sudden you get in jail and this guy bails you out and he's kind of like not really saying, hey, you got to do what I tell you. But like kind of holding that over him. Hey, I'm a nice guy. I paid for your guys's bail. And now you're just going to come with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like shit gets crazy. And some of the girls. So like uh, Gomez or not Gomez. Um, I forget their names in the movie, except for one of them, Cotty, because <laughs> it's a weird name. <laughs> Candy. And Brett. Uh, OK, so yeah, them. So all the blondies and pinky. Here we got, you know, they're a little uh, lack of remorse, you know. So, like, we get pretty early in the film is when they rob the the chicken mart or whatever that restaurant's called you right. know, to get their money to fund the spring break. I guess that part is kind of funny in a way. <laughs> so maybe there's the comedy, right? <laughs> but, um, 
you know, they're like, they got that money so quick. They're so excited, like fast money, instant gratification, fast fun, like getting all of that it, it almost gives them some sociopathic tendencies or something, you yeah. know, because they're not feeling any regrets. They're so quick to like play with the guns. You know, they even say, you know, like it's kind of, hmm, what am I trying to say here? I mean, I mean, it kind of critiques like the vapidness and materialism of today's society. Right. So right. like, especially our youth. And that's what he likes to talk about is our youth culture here in America. And so, Possibly the morally desensitized, you know, young adults of our country, you know, like we see that in this, like as they're gearing up to rob that place, they're like, pretend it's a movie, pretend you're in a video game, like they're able to kind of um, step away from like their morals and anything that they think of, right, you know, that would stop them. Because as soon as they get that money, it's like a slippery slope down down the hill. They get that money. They get to Party Central. All this shit starts happening, like crazy, fun, drugs, sex, rock and roll, and this cool, like, you know, wannabe baller, <laughs> you know, kind of like, uh, he's, he's kind of like, let's say... Gucci Mane is the G-Wagon and he's like the Toyota Tercel. You know what I mean? <laughs> of like gun running and, and drug dealers. Like he's on his way up. Yeah. I mean, he's but, making money. He's gotten, you know, he's got a nice pad. He's got some wheels. He's got some, he's got uh, a, he's I mean, got a but like you think about Florida prices, it, it wasn't, yeah. Nice wheels. Those weren't nice wheels. They didn't even have a back windshield. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> a back windshield. but so we're, so we're looking so when you're looking at this film and you're seeing like what you're talking about and like what I was mentioning a little bit ago with like the devil. So when you really, if you really want to cut it down and keep and keep looking further at this. So you get your three, your three main characters really are, are the three main girls are Candy, Britt and Cotty. Okay. Who is Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Benson and Rachel Corinne. And then, so, and then Selena Gomez is Faith. She's the, the goody goody. Okay. Well, there it is. And of course, her name has to be Faith, Faith right? Right. No. And they definitely don't make a point of that in the movie. Right. Okay. So her name's Faith. <laughs> so when you're looking at this movie and you really, if you really kind of want to look at it in a commentary way, you got the devil who is alien and you got the guardian angel who is Faith. Okay. So you got Faith who's trying to talk her friends into, okay, let's go back home. Yeah, you know, this ain't our place. Girl. We fucked up. We fucked up. Okay, let's just you know reset. Let's go back home and we'll move on with our lives. We're 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 potentially putting ourselves in a bad situation, and mm-hmm. I don't want to be in this situation. Hence, the guardian angel. You yeah. got the devil, alien, who is saying, "No, I'm a good guy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I have. I have. Girls. I have no bad intentions. I just think mm-hmm. you guys are pretty. Let's go hang out." Yep. You know, look, look what These I. These are my guns. I like to suck your gun. What? Right. <laughs> you know, and it's so yeah. You're looking at this as good versus evil, and it's pulling on these girls because these girls are dancing that line, like you said. They, mm-hmm. you know, they're materialistic. You know, there's that narcissism, the sociopathic, mm-hmm. you know, tendencies, and even the psychopath. Psychopathic and for sure, instant gratification plays right. a main role in all of this because and that's what they want. And you know, are striving for. 
But then we start looking at what the seven deadly sins too. So you start looking at greed and gluttony mm. and all that. Well, greed. I didn't think of that. So you look what? at greed. Okay. What does he say? He's like, I've got plenty of money. Don't fucking worry about it. I make it. <laughs> He's fucking flashing it. Of course, mm-hmm. they're young girls. Exactly. He's and got. It seems fuck- like a lot for them, even though us knowing adults looking at this movie his shit ain't that good i mean he's got <laughs> he's got more money not than like i got but, but i mean you know he's he's not oprah rich but he's got money no. and he's got enough yeah. money to flash around to a couple 19 20 year old girls that are pretty right. hey i'm gonna you know i'll buy you something or i'll buy you this we'll impressive do this. for yeah for them you know these girls are probably from fucking small town usa well yeah i kind of want to say like mm, indiana <laughs> Probably. Or they're, something. They're from, you know, it's spring and every, like, I was relating everything there is brown and looks the same. Like, that's the Midwest, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's like that, a very long spring. And for a them, cold. yeah, for right. them, going to Florida is, you know, something completely out of the norm for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're, you know, you got the devil and you got the guardian angel. Who's going to win in the battle between their souls? Mm-hmm. You know, you got the the three young girls, you got the goody, you got the devil. Who's going to win in this? And that's the thing. When you're watching this film, a lot of people just don't look into this movie because there is so much it's saying. It really yeah. does. And it's But it kind of gets like taken away. I think people who don't go in thinking it's an artistic film and there's going to be more to say about it. Right. People go in seeing James Franco looking like fucking Riff Raff or Post Malone or something and just sort of like, what an idiot. And like, oh, you yeah. know, or like me saying, oh, he ain't got shit. You know, they're looking at it. They're taking it for face value, not looking deeper. Yeah. And there's... and with a name like Spring Breakers, I feel like a lot of people who went to go see it and especially at the time and the pretty girls in the neon bikinis and whatever mm-hmm. of the trailer, like that's what they're going and expecting. They're thinking and then they're... they get upset because it's not that. It makes yeah. you feel a little more emotion than and that. And then they fucking label it as a comedy, which that yeah, complete... that. So they're thinking they're going to be walking into something like Meatballs or like Revenge of the Nerds, something that's going to be kind of cheesy, funny. There's going to be a lot of nudity and pretty girls and it's just going to be kind of like those like brain dead type of movie yeah i was this is oh people go in thinking it's going to be a baywatch kind of romp yeah but sadly no it's not supposed to be a fun movie nothing like that feel good no it's showing all that is like dark and gross you know underneath our america's youth culture in general you know and that's like you've been saying he likes to show people like the reality and make you think about it with this type of you know american culture and it makes me think like you know anybody in other so like britain uh or britain i mean england not great britain england wales austria any of like any country like they don't really have spring break culture the way America does. So I wonder if they can really relate to this movie as well. You know, know, I mean, maybe as in like, Oh, those Americans always loving to party MTV, woo, you know, cribs and real world. But we, (laughs) but we, but we as America created that. And you know what? And they even kind of like, like you have been mentioning, you know, that culture from MTV and the party days and things like that, because there was even, like they're like right in the beginning, that kind of that set up there too with that similar yeah, situation. Yeah, that's when, when he was performing. Exactly. Yeah. And that on that stage and that kind of that on that very similar like stage and situation that we oh, yeah. as sure it's the same beach. <laughs> that we as in America 
like promoted this. Like we advertised it. We wanted our fucking youth to go out to party, show their tits, have like crazy wild sex and do drugs and stuff like that because we promoted it back then. I grew yeah. up with all of that. Now, did exactly. I I didn't I didn't go. My parents didn't. Went. No, so my parents. My parents. I'm not close to Florida. I lived in fucking Illinois. Closer than me. Well, yeah, but you live <laughs> in a fucking state that has beaches and shit. Well, I know, but you know, like L.A. Spring Break was not. It's not Florida Spring Break. Right. You know, MTV wasn't going there. No. I grew up in the. You know, during Spring Break and in the summers with the MTV summer beach parties and all that. Like, oh man, I can't wait till I can go do that. But I never did. I never did it. No, I never, I never went either. That, that type of Spring Break. But I mean. I watched it on I MTV. 21. I watched it on TV because it was there. They wanted yeah. you to watch it. They're like, here, look at all the pretty girls. What look. are they selling to you? Yeah. And that's what we sold to America or yeah. what America sold to our youth. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what this movie is telling us. what we should want. Right. You know? and, and then when we go to get what we want, like in this movie... We don't realize the type of ramifications or things that could happen from wanting it, you know? Right. It was like even when they're like in that courtroom with the judge and the judge says being on spring break isn't a license to do drugs and drink and be stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. you fuck up, you get, you're going to have to pay the consequences. Granted, the consequences weren't anything like severe. They just had to spend two days in jail or pay the money. Right. Well, obviously, nobody wants to fucking rot. They, they were out of a hotel. I would have stayed. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, at least they you're gonna get. Th- they get three squares a day, but yeah, yeah, maybe county, but still better than nothing. <laughs> right. Better than homeless in Florida with Florida man. Right. That damn fucking Florida man. He crazy. So I mean, it's like, uh, it's just this movie's just. There's so much to it. There really is, and. Every time I watch it, it's like I just kind of pick up a little bit more. I'm seeing something I didn't see the last time I watched oh, it. Yes, and you do. This is like one of those movies that really kind of makes you think. And it's not, like I said, and I'm going to continue to say it's not for everybody. But right. I would, but a lot of people Definitely that are probably listening to this are the type of people <laughs> that would watch this and would enjoy it. This isn't like for the casual, like, your mom and dad likes just to mm-hmm. watch. No, this don't is... go watch this with mom and dad. Please don't do unless that. your mom and dad are like fucking really cool, like Quentin Tarantino, because Quentin Tarantino said this was like his favorite movie of the year of 2013. Yeah, I definitely still wouldn't watch it with my parents. No, I went to go see Bruno in the theater and there was a set of grandparents there with their young grandson and they stayed the whole time. Yeah, because they paid fucking ten dollars to get in. They ain't going anywhere. <laughs> grandparents talking about fisting having like right. gay threesomes and shit like i was so surprised i was like mm. how would you take your 12 year old grandson to this what the fuck and you're not walking out you're okay. still not walking out oh my god you're still not walking out that's fucking <laughs> it was amazing. funny that was more entertaining to me during the movie than the movie itself and now after having seen bruno a few more times you know it's grown on me a bit but i didn't like it as much as i loved borat the first time <laughs> anyway i digress but so, yes yeah, I mean, yeah, you may it's not want to watch this. Movie, yeah. You know, if you guys listen to us, like Lance said, like you're probably at least willing to try it if it's not a movie you've seen or maybe wanted to see, but you can appreciate the artisticness of it, you know? Oh, absolutely. And there's a lot of, there's a lot to this movie. There <clears> really <throat> is. You really got to sit down and really just kind of cut through it. Probably watch it, yeah. watch it a, like a couple days it's later not, or something. Yeah, and it's not that long. I think it's only no. an hour and a half. No, nah, the pacing, it, it paces well. There really isn't yeah. anything that's like, oh, come on, let's like kind of move past this. 
I think they did a really good job no, with the editing and pacing for sure. Yeah, all of the uh, all of the cinematography, physical aspects of this movie, like in putting the movie together itself, editing all of it, amazing, amazing. Yeah, they, their they... budget for uh, for clothing probably non-existent. <laughs> Nothing but bathing suits and like basically Goodwill clothes. You know, come on. Yeah. And you people, didn't need much. It's Florida. <laughs> there's there's not a lot Florida of dudes wearing out. shirts. There's not a lot of, yeah. yeah. Like, I think the most thing they spent money on was probably, you know, James Franco's grills. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if, if that, it looked like he was wearing like a piece. Like, why not just get grills made for him versus... It, it almost looked at times like he was wearing a like a fake, you know, you can see the fake gums, yeah. you know, with a prosthetic in or something. And I was like, oh, interesting. The five <laughs> million dollar budget. Five million? Five million. Yeah, not too shabby. And of course, I have to say, because it, you know, is it made in 2012, comes out in 2013. It's got a great soundtrack that was like right at, you know, my 21 going out partying days. So all of the music in this movie is very like reminiscent of that for me. So it works. <laughs> March Even 20, though it wasn't spring break. March it was 22nd, college. 2013. Yeah. There you go. Out. Perfect time for spring break. You bitch. Um, so are we going to talk about the ending? You want to talk or about no. the ending? <clears throat> Maybe with you after. Okay. Because it, it was very interesting. Yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's still kind of a new movie. And there's probably not a lot of people watch this. I really don't want to give it away. I feel like over five years... Okay. Yeah, but, but I'll, I'll give it. It's in the you know 2013, not but that. Far but it's ago. still, it's still. And plus, I feel like maybe not as many people would have seen it. Right. It's so uh, we can avoid. Yeah. But you're not off the hook. So. No, it's on Netflix, <laughs> which is nice. It's on Netflix. I know. You can get on out. Netflix. There. I thought it was on one. It's either Prime. I, on, I went Prime first. I was like, oh, it's got to be Prime. Nope. <laughs> well, at least and then you... I was worried. Oh shit! I waited too long. <laughs> now it's not on either of them. <laughs> But no, it's on Netflix. <laughs> I know because I went because I searched for it on Prime. I'm like, uh, it goes. Oh, You're then, like, it, Fuck. then it tells me it's on Netflix. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, like, swoop. It's like, God damn it. It's like, fuck. It's like, Why don't you shout out that app again where you like type in something and it says all the platforms on it? Dude, that Netflix. app is gone. It's no. Oh no. It is no longer. Yeah, they closed that motherfucker down. Oh well. Fan TV is what it was, but yeah. Dude, that fucking loved that app. That thing was great. But yeah, they fucking shut that down. Like, you don't have to click as many things. Like, open Google year. and then type in, where is Spring Breakers streaming? You know? <laughs> and that's really not even that reliable anymore. That's really not even that reliable. Yeah, they usually just show, like, uh, Prime, Netflix, Vudu, YouTube, and uh, Apple, iTunes, you know? Yeah, because I go on... Because I... There's no other... Because I'm going to get an this. Apple TV, but I got... With my... Well... Ah! Oh, really hopping on that Apple train, buddy. Fuck yeah, man, because I can do the screen mirroring and shit like that. that. Shit. Shit. But um Gucci man. <laughs> but with a um but with since I have like everything like set up through my Amazon, so when mm -hmm. I search for something, it'll just tell me it's like, okay, it's not on there, but it's on here. So that's why that's about the closest thing to fan TV because they have all their like little those like all those other streaming services that are mm -hmm. that you can pay for. <gasps> oh, you guys know what's on Amazon Prime right now? What's that? Fucking Alfred Hitchcock's To Catch a Thief. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, you guys know because we reviewed it with beautiful Grace Kelly and beautiful Cary Grant. Damn. So go watch it. It's on there. I've already watched it twice. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was on there. Shit. <laughs> Fucking love that one. 
Now, if only they would add North by Northwest, and then we'd have my two favorite Hitchcock movies <laughs> on That's Prime. Such a fucking strange way of like getting the streaming rights for those old movies. I know. I don't. I don't want to know about it. I don't care. All I know just is make that it it's happen. Just stupid. <laughs> just yeah. make it fucking happen. Exactly. And like we've said before, like everything's separating now. Nobody's gonna be paying ten bucks a month for like ten different things. They're no. gonna go. It's gonna go back to cable quickly. The fucking shit's getting <laughs> expensive, dude. Man, I'm telling you. Because I got Netflix, and I'm still, you know, fucking fortunate. I still play ninety nine cents for Hulu. There you go. But so then, you got Hulu, you got Netflix, you got Prime. Disney's gonna have theirs. Um, Apple TCM has theirs. Apple's, Apple's got have Apple's got one coming too, where they're gonna have their Apple's own. Apple's already has one. If Prime. you're in the YouTube Red, there's that. Oh yeah, I do yep. have YouTube Red. Well, I have YouTube. And then Red, like, so all if you're somebody TV. who doesn't get cable, you know, you'll want to watch your like Fox Network. And ABC, like they are having their own too. So yeah, fuck. You, yeah, you might as well. Just, <laughs> might as well just pay for cable with a DVR, right? Oh, yeah. classic. <laughs> That's the fucked up part, man. That's so 2013. <laughs> DVR. Spring break. Woo! <laughs> right. There was so much wooing in this, you guys. Like that would be a good drinking game. Every time a white girl goes, woo! <laughs> that would definitely. Be but good. you give a bunch of young. Pretty college girls, a bunch of drugs and alcohol. That's all you're going to hear is spring break. Woo! It's true. Florida. It's true. Woo! Tits. If any of you woo! are Arrested Development fans, you know, you got uh, girls with bad or girls who make bad con or choices. Oh, shit. What is it called? Damn it. It's their girls gone wild. Girls with low self-esteem. That's what it is. <laughs> their version of girls gone wild. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Arrested is amazing. Um, and I also want to bring up the topic because I didn't realize this movie came out, a Harmony Corinne movie called, oh shoot, we just talked about it with Moondoggy. What was it called? Beach Bum. Beach Bum came out this year. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it yet, a, so I don't know anything I about haven't, it. I haven't even seen it advertised, so I only sure. found out because of this movie. No, I knew, it, I knew it had come out. I don't know if it's <clears> out on streaming or anything like that yet, but... I will definitely be checking it out. Like I've watched, I haven't watched Gummo, which I need to get around. I've been wanting to watch that. Got um, a 5.6 on IMDb. I watched, uh, what's that? Trash Humpers. Did not like that. That is, that was a, that was a bad movie. Didn't care for it. It's very, it's very weird and bizarre. But it, it, it looks like the cover art, just because I just scrolled past his IMDb. Um, the cover art reminds me of a little, uh, a David Lynch flick that may or may not have just played in any of your local small theaters with Eraserhead. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not my... I didn't care for it. Maybe I have to rewatch it again, but when I watched it, it was a very, like, whoop, fuck up. I finished it. I really didn't want to, but it, like I said, maybe I have to just rewatch it and see if I get the same reaction out of it, but with this movie, there's, you know, like, like we said, there's a lot to it. Yeah. His movies are like that. <clears throat> you know, even if you watch wrote, like, like if you've watched kids, you know, from, you know, the real like first kind of visceral type of like kids in America, blah, blah, blah. Good movie. If you haven't watched it, go out and watch it. You know, he also helped co-write uh, Ken Park, which was another uh, uh, Larry or David. Not David Letterman. Damn it. Um, <laughs> Shit, and I can't think of his name now. You already said his name, Larry, Larry Sauce. Cla Larry Clark. Clark. Another one of Larry Clark's movies. It's another very like in your face about you know kids and society and and things like that. 
But, I mean, Harmony Korine, that's what he produces. That's what he's created. I'm sure Beach Bum probably, minus the kids, but it's probably a very, like, in-your-face about some culture, American culture of some sort. And, sure. And from what I can take, Gummo is very much <clears throat> like that, too, that it's a very, it's like... Great, great name. It's, like, right in your face, and it's just, like... You know, this very like nihilistic type of family, like that's like in a small town in the middle of fucking the Midwest or something like that. <laughs> so it looks like of like it's like like, you know, what people like struggle with and like normal people from yeah. day to day. And it's very relatable. Yeah. Even though I never went to a Florida spring break, you know, like the you feelings understand that it. he evokes out of you, you know, are re- like obviously all feelings are real, but like it's like you were there. I related more on this movie, especially the second time watching it. But in like the feelings he made, you're uncomfortable when Vin, uh, Selena Gomez is really uncomfortable. And like you can, you're like, holy fuck, this shit's, we in this bitch. It's real now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I wrote down what uh, Harmony described this movie as like, instead of comedy, drama, noir, or not noir. Beach noir. <laughs> Beach noir. That is like, that's it perfectly. It's totally noir. Very, very much so. 100%. Yeah. So comedy, IMDb, if you're listening, boo, get that out of there. It ain't no comedy, okay? No, there's not. <laughs> not even. You can't even put comedy even in third. No. <laughs> not just get it out of there. Yeah, right. <laughs> if only you could edit it like Wikipedia. <laughs> no shit. Oh, I don't know if that'd be a good thing then. Yeah, well, maybe we'll just check the Wikipedia page and then edit it there if they say comedy. <laughs> I don't know how one goes about doing that, but I'm sure I can figure it out. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, so Spring Breakers, guys. Great movie. I enjoy it. It's, you know, it's a very different. It's very different. And it's it's nothing like it's nothing outside of what I watch normally anyway. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, like I always say, it's got definitely always has it like that kind of the indie vibe to it, but it doesn't, but it's not. I mean, you can definitely tell there's yeah. a budget to it. Yeah, but it's still indie for yeah. sure. It's got that yeah. very, yeah, very independent film feel. But and I, I just want to say also before we score that um, if you guys haven't seen any of Harmony Corinne's like David Letterman interviews specifically, because the reason I clicked on it was it said like it, it was some director who got banned from Letterman. And I'm like, Letterman banned somebody. So let me see what's so bannable about them. And it was just that like maybe he was high or something, probably. you know, during the interview, which is fine. But Letterman always has this way of like when the interview isn't as much in his control or he can't anticipate what the person's going to say or whatever. He kind of like changes and becomes a little condescending. Right. You know, yeah. fun at their expense kind of a deal. And that's what he did to Harmony, which Harmony totally like went with it. Great. But it definitely is worth a watch because they're interesting. And he's very young. So he's like, you know, 16 or something on one of the first ones. So. So, yeah. Guys, check it out. Like we said, it's yeah. on Netflix. You can stream it right now. But, you know, take the hour and a half, watch it, and see what you think. Let us know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm definitely interested to, to, to get an idea of what people think. You either right. love it or you hate it. You either like Harmony Korine or you don't. You know, I think he's a, I like his style. I appreciate so, Lance, it. I know you love it, but what is your rating? I will give this movie a four out of five i was going back and forth between a 3.8 and a four and i think i'll just go happily in the middle with a 3.9 because (laughs) it is an interesting movie the first time i watched it i wouldn't say that it was like my favorite um but you know as i watched it more like you said it's definitely and i think also like the uh (laughs) 
the area in which I was watching it with like many people and distractions isn't probably the best way to watch this movie. Like Lance no. said, you need to watch it like pay attention. You can have people with you, but just like pay attention. Do the, you know, like pause if someone's got a pee thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> and just watch it. Lights dim and good because it's great. But but there's still a little, you know, it's not the best movie. No, well, but I don't want to I don't want to say that because. Yeah, don't listen to that. It's a 3.84, guys. <laughs> 3.9 and 4. Yeah, I mean, it's a good, solid movie. I mean, I... It is, it is. It really is. So, I mean, get out. Watch it. Let me. Yeah, let us, let us know. Noir is all about. Right. It's an interesting concept, and it's a, it's a very interesting way of, of looking at things. And, mm-hmm. you know, take a look. At least appreciate the I cinematography and the, how pretty it is. For sure. And now I really want to watch that beach bum. I got to find it somewhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll end up watching cast so. as well. Yeah, hell yeah, it does. It's got one hell of a cast in that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, and anything with Snoop Dogg, I'm sold. Right. You know, <laughs> even Soul Plane. <laughs> you know, you know, it was a place for that. You know, it was actually kind of funny. I forgot to mention. I was going to mention something about this film that he like envisioned this film kind of being like a music video, like a Britney Spears music video. Be t- cross between a Gaspar Noé film, which I thought was fucking. Damn, that's pretty dead on. <laughs> which I thought was pretty fucking hilarious because I love Gaspar Noé, fucking yeah, love him, and especially like with Enter the Void, very fucking visceral and intense in your face. The bright colors, colors and the flashing, yep. and just that, yeah, that whole Those like Miami neons. <laughs> Very much. I can totally fucking agree and see where he was going with that. Because that 100% made sense. I forgot to mention that. But yeah, that was totally, totally true. And there's also a James Franco interview with Letterman that that he talks about a harmony. Because they've known each other for a very long time. And have worked together before. So it was a very interesting interview as well. Hmm. So yeah, that's all. That's all. So until next time, you guys. Thanks a lot for stopping whoa, by whoa. and taking a what? Dude, what movie were you going to fucking pick? Oh, we're doing a screener next. Oh. oh okay, so, so you just want to do the screen. Okay. Yeah, well, I thought that's what was happening. <laughs> it okay. can be different. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if you were going to throw in your movie and we're still going to do the screener regardless, but... No, not- we can after because I haven't narrowed it down. Oh, okay. since the last one. I was like, last da- Katie's pick of the season. I was like, damn, Katie's like, we fucking forgot. Yeah. Because you guys know summers get busy and we had a little break last year and we've already had to postpone some of our recordings because of fucking life and summer and spring break. Woo! We got Katie one more pick. We got a screener. We got one more. Your last pick, then my last pick, and then we're done for the season, which I know we're usually done by now. But that's okay. It's all right. And if you, well, it's not today now by the time you guys hear this, but if had you gone on thursday and saw seen our story we had a memory from three years ago today of you watching the godfather and i just can't believe damn three years time flies when you're Uh, watching good films right i know right (laughs) it's awesome god so crazy so crazy it is cray cray oh yeah all right so until the next episode which will be a screener yeah (laughs) should we say the name It will be um, from our good old pal Matt Tory, the writer director. Yeah, we did a couple. Boy, Matt. We <laughs> we did a, a couple films of his already. Yeah, well, a short yeah. and a full length film, which 
You know, I went to actually I went to go look at it. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he lost. They don't have the streaming rights, but it's not on Prime anymore. That we make movies, it's not on there. I'm like, oh motherfucker. Well, so I mean, I, Prime, you know. But his new, but this new one is it's like a series, and nice. it's called um, shit. Beach Boys. That's what it was called. Beach hey! Boys. And it's actually it's actually on Prime too. So Ew. once we once I have all the info on it, because I haven't even looked it up yet. I know I've been terrible. Sorry, Matt, if you're listening to this, dude. So sorry. I, I know. I know. He sent it. He sent me. <laughs> yeah, the, he sent me the link to it. For me to say my movie, but now he's been thrown off and have to say yours. <laughs> right. So he. Uh, so when he sent me the link to the screener i was like out of town and stuff like that with the family and i was like shit yeah we'll definitely watch it and he kept saying it's like it's going to be on prime and i was like shit i've been meaning to watch it and i haven't gotten around because it's been like i've been busy and yeah and then he sent which i need to respond to he sent me an email last night and uh, i said it was live now on amazon prime so i was like oh sweet now i have to like watch it on my phone or my tablet because it's always like a special link to something is what it mm-hmm. is, which is fine. And I appreciate you it. You feel real cool and powerful that way. Hell yeah, we do, man. We feel like <laughs> the fucking bomb, yo. Like we get special privileges. We get to yep. see it a special way, which I, you know, I noticed a lot of people have been doing it lately on fucking, they do like the hidden link type thing on uh, YouTube, which is kind of nice. But, oh, yeah. But yeah, so it's on Prime now. So the, it's called... The Beach Boys, B-E-E-C-H. Right. Beach Boys. So we'll definitely be checking that out. So that'll be next week. Then after that, it'll be Katie pick. Then after that, it'll be my Can final just, pick. And then... Can I just read one sentence of their synopsis? Uh, No. Oh, okay. Next time. Next, next time. time. Yeah. We got to leave people, man. We got to leave them. That's right. That's we gotta, right. We got to leave them one Leave more. them in suspense. They get the name yeah. only. <laughs> yes. We like... The Beach Boys. That's... that's so... We're... We're, you're gonna be. We're doing edging right now, so you don't get no climax. All right, we just get. To- oh man, that Chris Griffin, he's a master edger. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, all right, guys. Until next week, or what, let's not even say that because some fucking shit will probably yeah, come until up. Until next, next episode. <laughs> right. Yay! Sorry, we'll guys. Go with a classic. Later, Gators. Damn, you went old school on that one. And that you know what? That was even appropriate for being Florida. Spring break. Woo! <laughs> Peace.